my favorite section is out of the big book and it's the spiritual experience appendix two if you have it it's the fourth edition page 567 the term spiritual experience and spiritual awakening are used many times in this book which upon careful reading shows that the personality change sufficient to bring about recovery from alcoholism has manifested itself among us in many different forms it is true that our first printing gave many member many readers the impression that these personality changes or religious experience must be the nature of a sudden spectacular upheaval. happily for everyone this conclusion is erroneous in the first few chapters a number of sudden revolutionary changes are described though it was not our intention to create such an impression many alcoholics have nevertheless concluded that in order to recover they must acquire an immediate and overwhelming god consciousness followed once by a vast change in feeling and outlook among our rapidly growing membership of thousands of alcoholics such transformations though frequent are by no means the rule most of our experiences are what the psychologist william james called the educational variety because they develop slowly over a period of time quite often friends of a newcomer are aware of the differences long before he is himself he finally realizes that he has undergone a profound alteration in his reaction to life that such a change could hardly have been brought about by himself alone what often takes place in a few months could seldom have been accomplished by years of self-discipline with few exceptions our members find that they have tapped into an unsuspected inner resource which they presently identify as their own conception of a power greater than themselves most of us think this awareness of a power greater than ourselves is the essence of spiritual experience our more religious members call it god consciousness most emphatically we wish to say that any alcoholic capable of honestly facing his problems in the light of our experience can recover provided he does not close his mind to all spiritual concepts he can only be defeated by the attitude of intolerance or belligerent denial we find that no one need have difficulty with the spirituality of this program willingness honesty open-mindedness are the essentials of recovery but these are indispensable there is a principle by which principle which is a bar against all information which is proof against all argument which cannot fail to keep a man in everlasting ignorance that principle is contempt prior to investigation herbert spencer again my name is kenny i'm a compulsive overeater almost 200 pounder uh have another 100 so to go um i was talking this morning at my one of my meetings that i go to routinely that I, I tend not to acknowledge my accomplishments in OA as far as the recovery because I don't have the look yet. And that's my own judgment and that's something I have to keep turning over to my higher power. And one thing that I've started to over acknowledge for myself to people is I've not had a soda since 2001, December of 2001. I just, I was somebody who drank 
three to four super big gulps a day, you know, just, you know, four liters of soda was not uncommon for me. And at least a liter of that would be my breakfast drink. And today I, I, I doesn't even come into my thought that I'm going to have one. It just doesn't come up. And I've been blessed with that. I've been blessed that I don't order food through the drive through You know, I had to write that down. My, my sponsor now has helped me understand that words matter. And then if I'm going to commit with my words and say, okay, I don't eat this, you know, I'll write it down, keep track of it. Because for me, that that's where my spiritual growth is. It's a commitment I'm making with my higher power. It's a commitment that I will not deviate. I remember having a sponsor at one point who was getting flustered with me because I said, I don't do McDonald's. I don't do Carl's. I just don't do those places. And he says, well, can't you go through the drive through and just get a salad? And I paused for a minute and I said, if I could do that every day, I would, but I can't guarantee it. I can't guarantee that on this given day, as I go and I order a salad, that I won't add the emergency cheeseburger or the small order of fries because I may still be hungry. Because in my head, I could order onion rings, put it on the salad, and it's still a salad. So I, I don't fuck with that. Excuse my English. I, I, I don't, I don't want to play with that. And what I love about this spiritual experience, especially this appendix, is when you read the big book, it is, it is referenced three times. 25, page 25, 27, and 47. And I love that because our, our writers are realized this is important for us. That if I don't have a higher power, I'm just doing a diet. I, I'm just following, you know, some food plan someone's given me. And when I do that, I fail. I have a record of failing every single time at that. And so today, you know what? I don't, it's, it's a food plan that my higher power helps me with, I check in with my sponsor and I text my food to him. And the blessing is the only response I get from him is yamo, regardless of what I tell him, what my food's going to be. And he said, unless I ask him for a specific insight on my food, he doesn't say anything. So I'm free to share with him what I'm planning to eat. And I do that with my prospects. They, they text me their food and I just respond with yamo. Because my experience, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. For me to judge someone else's food is not, is not healthy for me. And if it's not healthy for me, I'm not going to be a healthy person with you. And that's, that's the one great thing that I've been able to get being in program since 97 and I've had many failures, but what hasn't really failed really since like 2008 is trusting a higher power and turning it over that, you know, okay, I'm having a rough, I'm having a horrible day. I need to pause. I need to turn it over and say, okay, this is, this is in her hands. I, I give it to my higher power. And what does my higher power want me to do? I heard people talk about reaching out and calling three people randomly in program and just reaching out. 
And when I've done that, I always make sure I'm asking how they're doing. I had a great sponsor who was who was from the L.A. area that said, look, if you're going to if I shared a meeting, I need to spend 10 percent of my share on my drama and then the 90 percent on recovery and what I'm doing to just to counteract that. And that if I want help, ask for it and don't offer advice unless I'm asked. Because I'm opinionated. If we were to talk politics or music, I can filibuster ad nauseum. And I can I can go that route. But today I don't have to. I, I just I wake up and say, okay, God, guide me. Guide me to what food you want me to eat today, what where you want me to go. Um I learned also one of the great things, again, from the spiritual experience, is I'm representing OA in every given situation, whether I know it or not. I'm, I'm representing the 12-step program. So if I interact with somebody, whether it's the barista making my coffee or the cashier, and I'm an asshole... I've ruined an opportunity that somebody may want to go to a meeting. How so? Well, the person in line next to me may go to a meeting, see me and going, fuck this. He was, if they're going to be like him, I I don't want any part of this. I had someone explain to me that when I'm, when I'm representing program, when I'm sponsoring somebody, think of it as I'm an agent to an athlete or or celebrity i'm not this i'm not god i'm not this celebrity i'm his representative so when again when i go out through my day i'm representing my higher power i'm representing OA. so i try to look the part i try to act the part i try to be conscientious toward other people and every time i realize hey i'm slipping here i pause i grab that reading i remember a few of us were trying to revive a meeting that honestly just needed to die and we decided well let's add readings because we didn't have readings and the two of us pushed reading the spiritual experience and half the room was like this doesn't work for us and we just we had i had to divorce my ego because my ego wants to say what you know wants to challenge you instead of finding the compassion to say okay why doesn't this work let's let's talk you know, and unfortunately, that meeting did end up having to close. And when I go to meetings again, I was always taught I bring something to the meeting or I, I shut up. Because there was a time I would go to a meeting because I had a bad day. My my girlfriend pissed me off. My mom pissed Somebody ticked me off, made my day bad. I'm boohoo. I'm going to go to the meeting and try to get something from it. And I've learned that's the wrong attitude for me. I can't just go to a place, well, I need to feel better, so let me go to this OA meeting and get something from it. And I was taught, and I've learned, I bring something to it. And if I can't bring anything positive, I just need to be quiet and listen. Because maybe that's what my higher power wants me to do. Because my brain sometimes, there are days it just doesn't shut up. But what I have, but most of my days now, my brain's quiet. And sometimes that's frightening. 
when I came to these rooms, I was first time I came into these rooms, I was just over 470 pounds. In fact, I got so scared when it hit 470, I hopped off the scale and the needle kept moving forward. And then when I had this horrible relapse before coming back in 2001, I was around 527. I'm now at about 341. So I'm down almost 200 pounds and I've got more to go. And I need to love myself for that. Okay, hey, I'm at the halfway point. I don't need to stop. I don't need to rest on my laurels because I've done that. I've done that where I've been in a meeting and we've met those people in the rooms that are, that get on the soapbox about how great they're doing. But if they hadn't lost the amount of weight I lost, it was your, your child, you know, nothing. And I tune them out <laughs> and I was doing myself the disservice and I was disrespecting them. You see, I always thought it was just about me. But then learning, no, I'm disrespecting them. So I can't disrespect them. You know, that's, I'm grateful now. I don't judge people if they've had the surgery before coming to OA or if they've had it in OA. Their higher power, their road took them wherever it took them, whatever got them to the rooms to become abstinent and a child of the higher, of their higher power. God bless them. I love them for it now. And again, that's, and that's because I'm, I'm constantly working with my higher power. Every chance I get that I need to change from the inside out. And I've had to let friends go. I've had to let a couple of family members go because they were allowing me the opportunity to be an asshole. You know, I, I, that was a hard pill to swallow that I used to think it was my, 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 uh, upbringing. It was my parents' fault. It was my brother's fault. It was, yeah, that, that was where I was. And today I'm not. Today it's, I have opportunities every day to carry the message or not. And as long as I have a spiritual experience, stick with that, check in with people. Life becomes a great thing, and it is a great thing. So thank you for letting me share.